You have arrived at your destination. Hey, Jay, if you had a team of Batman's rogues, three of them, who would you pick? Uh, Joker, Harley Quinn, and Mr. Freeze. Oh, okay. Actually, the correct answer was Bane, Scarecrow, and Kite Man was the actual correct answer. Clearly superior. To this, uh, <laughs> to this completely subjective question. Uh, but that's what we're talking about. We're talking about Hush this week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones. I'm here with Jay Rice. Hello. Jay, we're back again on, that we this, are. on this Sunday. We record on Sundays. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on this Tuesday morning. Mm, how about that? Yeah, I'll keep uh, them on their toes. Right, yeah. So, uh, looking into the future for their uh, listening. But uh, we're here to talk about DC Animated's new... Uh, addition to the DCAU uh, shared universe that they've mm-hmm. got going on. So they have a shared universe and they have like the offshoots that sort of go do off over thing. here. Yeah, do their mm-hmm. own thing. Because they got Red Sun coming up pretty soon after. Ooh, that. So, I was yeah. hoping they were going to do yeah. that. Yeah, they announced that at, at San Diego Comic Con. So we got Red Sun coming. That Very was one cool. of the, Which is funny because like like they're now doing all the ones they said they were going to do way back when they started this whole thing yeah. uh, with Superman Doomsday. And they uh, they said like oh we're gonna do we're gonna do uh, Judas con- uh, contract with mm-hmm. Titans we're gonna do because Titans was really big at the time yeah uh, and we're gonna do Hush and we're gonna do because it ju- Hush like just happened in the comics yeah when that happened and and we're gonna do Red Sun Superman because it's a big super powerful one I kind of prefer how they're and, doing it now yeah right the universe yeah. is built way better yeah I like the I, I like those like it's uh, again like I'm. I will say this every time we talk about it. I hated war. I hated Justice League war. Eh. And I hated Throne of Atlantis. Um, when they did Teen Titans versus Justice League, that's when they brought it all around. And they were like, okay, let's start having these characters behave like the characters <laughs> that they are and not jerks. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Now they're actually the characters they are. And then like the Rosario Dawson came into her Wonder Woman very, like mm-hmm. beautifully. Jason O'Mara is a great Batman. Uh, you know, he's obviously not. Also, Wonder Woman yeah. might be coming up too. Yeah, exactly. Bloodlines is after yeah. this one, which I cannot wait for. It's going to be great. Uh, oh my get, God. We need I, more Wonder Woman. I know, right? It's like, well, that was the thing. It's like, w- they were going to do, uh, talk about this last week, but like they were going to do Bruce Timm and Paul Dini. Like they were like, all right, we did, ba- we did Batman. We did Superman. Got to do Wonder Woman now, right? And then W was like, give us a teenage Batman. They're like, oh God. <laughs> and they ended up making Batman Beyond, which was great. But yeah. you know, it's like, but it's like when a studio comes to you, it's like, we need teenage Batman. And it's like, oh what? <laughs> I don't know where to take that. <laughs> it's like, can Batman have a dog? Oh, Jesus. Like <laughs> this is this is actual conversations they had with us. Oh, uh, I believe funny. it. Um sounds accurate. But we're finally getting a Wonder Woman movie. Well, we had one before. Yeah. We're getting one with the Rogues Gallery, which I'm super mm-hmm. stoked about. Because her Rogues Gallery gets like cheated other than Ares yeah. and Cheetah. Like they just get like they never get she's shown. She's got everything. plenty. She's, she's got, got almost as many as like, exa- Batman. Yeah, she's got Silver Swan, Doctor Poison, Doctor uh, Psycho, Doctor uh, Cyber. She's got three doctors. I don't know why she hates doctors so much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like I mean, Do- got, Batman has a lot of doctors too. It's true. He does have quite a few. Uh, and 
there's a lot of captains on uh, on uh, flashes. He's got oh, cap- yeah, Captain true. Boomerang, Captain of- Cold. He's got all the captains. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, do, <laughs> they do not like no uh, people of authority. I know, right? They're always <laughs> the villain. Uh, but yeah, so so it's like so just getting those in there, and they're all in that trailer, like every single one of Giganta and mm-hmm. all them. Like Giganta gets a little bit of a love, but you know, it's, I don't know it's weird. It's like Wonder Woman's rogues never get like pushed to the forefront. Finally, oh. we're getting that, and it's like that's what I want, man. Like I wanted that, and so that's where we're going with Bloodlines. And that's Rosario Dawson version of that as well. Uh, but this one, it lives within that same universe, which I love. Because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't think it was really going to work that well, mm-hmm. considering there's things that you don't really have that can be worked in. But I thought they wrote around them perfectly yeah. in this movie. Uh, I, I would say there are aspects of this that I liked better than the comic. I will say I didn't enjoy it more than the comic because <laughs> the comic... As the as an event mm-hmm. was so huge and so good and yes. so crazy, it was like, really well done, it, and it, it's hard it, to keep up with. It, it was hyped up so so heavily, and it's like mm-hmm. we got Jim Lee back on to do the art. Jeff Loeb's writing this thing, and it's like Jeff Loeb was like a titular writer at that time. He just done um, Daredevil Yellow mm-hmm. at the time. You know, he was doing the colored books and everything like that, and those things were killing it with him and Tim Sale. Yeah. Uh, he had just done Long Halloween not too bo- long before that. Again, great. another one of my favorites. Oh, great stuff. So, um so the the fact that he's like doing oh, now he's he's on Batman. He's mm-hmm. literally I mean, it's not just like this was like a story. This was the main Batman book. It was yeah. the first arc of Batman when Loeb and uh uh Jim Lee are taken over. Mm-hmm. And it was so hyped up. It was such a big deal, and uh, and it it really delivered. Like, oh, absolutely! I, like it was a mystery. It, it, it hit all the things. There's all the rogues gallery was involved. Like mm-hmm. just about every rogue. Uh, there was a mystery involved with it, and which yeah. All right, for being the world's greatest detective, yeah, he doesn't get a lot of mystery. Like, no, he doesn't. He, he really he doesn't does, it, because they sort of they and I get it. They sort of titch the like they they sort of like type that off to detective comics yeah detective comics you'll have like the detective stories they yes and, and you really do see that a lot of the times he's usually going around like doing like two little art two st- two part arcs of like mm-hmm. some mystery that's typically how they work in detective comics detective comics is like the i right, write this and then we'll bring you over here to write something else if yeah you're like like trying your hand or whatever so it's not as memorable a lot of the times mm-hmm. the batman book is typically for like the superhero-y stuff but yeah and they just peppered with like a little bit of detective stuff here but no this one full-on mystery absolutely and they did it beautifully. Jeff, yeah. Jeff Lowe mm-hmm. alone, just he knows how to write yeah. beautifully. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's no surprise that this turned out as well as it did. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it, it, that was like peak time for Jeff Lowe, too. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was before his move to Marvel, where uh, where I, I just don't think his heart was in it when he mm-hmm. moved over there. Uh, you know, it's a stip, you know. Terrible circumstances for that too. His son had just passed away and Ooh. stuff like that. So I, I can imagine. So yeah, I'm not going to critique his work too much. I didn't much care for like the Red Hulk series, the the Hulk series that he was doing, the Red Hulk thing. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't like it. I didn't like his run on Ultimate Avengers. I just don't think his heart was in it. Like mm-hmm. I, it, it felt like it was just sort of like phoned in a lot of the time. But his stuff prior to his move over to that was Hush, uh, Batman, Superman, Superman, Batman Adventures, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And there's already been movies like based off of his work. In this, you know, in the in the run of things, you know, you had Superman or Batman, Superman Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a that was a run of I that. Know that was a lobe. Okay. Yeah, that was a lobe. Public Enemies was a lobe. That was that was the first arc of the Superman Batman Adventures, mm-hmm. which I loved with McGinnis's art. Absolutely loved that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, loved it. Well, I, the movie wasn't great. 
Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> the movie is not great at all. The movie actually wrecks that whole thing. Read that book. I have it. I have it. And I'll let I you borrow will it. happily take it. It's so good. It's very much like Hush. It's just like mm-hmm. it's Batman, Superman. It's like Batman and Superman on the run from like every villain. Like, and it's so yes. good. And like, there's a little bit of that peppered into that movie, but it's not even half as good. And Supergirl or Power Girl is completely wasted in that movie. She's a big, really? she's a big part of, of that. And okay. she's completely wasted in that movie. They've got Kristen Bell to play her. And she has like eight lines. I'm like, why, like, why'd you Kristen what Bell? Waste. Yeah. It's like LeVar Burton plays black lightning in it. And he literally says one <laughs> line. I'm like, why'd you cut out all black lightning stuff? Anyway, <laughs> you got LeVar Burton. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah, so this, this is this is like um, kind of going back to their roots with Hush. So mm-hmm. you know, it's what I, it's what it felt like to me, and I like how they change things around. But I will talk about the things I don't like about it, and the things that I do like about mm-hmm. it, and stuff like that. So um, uh, things that I like better in this version, for no reason against Loeb, I'll say that that's um, fair. For no li- reason against Loeb, uh, it's more of a bigger picture kind of thing. Uh, moving on though, before we get into that, let's get into our animation recommendation. Uh, which is the Nicktoons movies, which hit Netflix this week. Really? Uh, this past week, uh, we got uh, Rocco's Modern Life, Static, mm-hmm. Static Cling, uh, which takes place literally uh 20 years after the original <laughs> series uh if you're not familiar with how that series ended uh heifer and filbert and rocco get shot into space inside his house and that's where the series ends um uh 20 years later they crash land back on earth and now they're in modern times so it's rocco's modern life modernized again and it's all a bunch of uh you know gr- uh, little little jokes and jabs at, at modern day living which is mm-hmm. kind of the the whole point of it uh yeah. but it's a it's a good little movie i enjoyed it um it's it doesn't it doesn't capture like everything that was with the original because i think they they kind of rehashed the original movie they had like a a two-part episode movie that they aired on they aired before the new season of rocco mm-hmm. one time when i it was back when i was a child so you know <laughs> ancient times uh back in ancient times but they had like a little two-part movie that was uh, called the fatheads and that was going to be like this it's the start of the new season um, they sort of rehashed a lot of the plot points from that in this, mm. and I understand that it's homage, but it still felt like rehashing. So, well, um, there's only so much you can do for that. Yeah, but you know, they, they do some they do some fun stuff. They uh, uh, it's still very enjoyable. I like it a lot, uh, and it was fun. The other one that came out, which is uh, I think an hour and fourteen minutes long, way bigger than four, 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Invader Zim, mm-hmm. which has been advertised for about four years now, not advertised talked about for like four years now yeah. and only just got advertised like maybe a couple months ago uh, <laughs> like but uh i thought they i thought it died like yeah. i thought i thought it died on like people talking about oh Vader Zim movie oh they're doing a movie oh it's yeah, gonna come sure. to I, was like, I was like oh cool that, that's interesting and then it just no one talked about nope. it for a long time and then the 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 Hey Arnold movie came out on Netflix, which, oh, is, which is great, by the way. You need to watch that. If, it, if, if you haven't watched the Hey Arnold movie, you need to watch that. It didn't come on. Sorry, it came out on Splat, and then it went to... I was going to say, but I think why would it be but I, on... But I think it's on Netflix now, because Nickelodeon has got like, that deal with, uh, with, uh, with Netflix. Uh, but... Uh, that movie was fantastic. That movie was phenomenal. I um, need to watch that. Yeah, it's super good, and it's more reason that Helga Pataki is one of the greatest cartoon characters ever created. But uh, <laughs> um, it's just, she's hilarious. Absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely love Helga. Um, but um, 
yeah, so so we got Invader Zim. It came back, and uh, it's the the, the rock the the the, the Hero movie dropped, and they were like, oh, and there's they got the Invader Zim movie coming back. I'm like, oh, that's still happening, is it? Two years later, it finally happened. Uh, yeah. uh, it dropped. I haven't watched it yet, uh, but uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be all Invader Zim like, and it holds up. Yeah. So far, like yeah. from what I've seen of yeah. it, it holds up really nicely. The characters it, are still as insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It, it's funny. It's funny, Jay, because uh, we had the conversation prior. You're like, you, you weren't really a big fan of Rocco, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm not the hugest fan of Invader Zim. I I don't dislike it by any stretch. It's fair. Uh, I I think uh, there are parts that make me really that give get a really big belly laugh out of me. Yeah, I laugh out loud at certain parts of that of that show. But just like some, the the aesthetic never pulled me in. Like I think it was a show yeah. ahead of its time. Yeah, because it was I I didn't grow up really liking it. Yeah, like, I'd watch it if it was on. Yeah, I think compared to a lot of animation right now, it. Is very. It was a very mature show for. Yeah. It's not. It's time because yeah. it has. It has yeah. disturbing. It has comedy disturbing it. comedy. It does. Yeah. It's. It's very juvenile. But yes. it's like. But the. The comedy is very disturbing. Is. Is a little bit weird. And again, most of the enjoyment I got out of it was from Zim. Yeah. I mean, like just like just the. Wa- I love that dude's voice. Uh, <laughs> I forget his name every time. I played Daggett too. I always forget his name. Look that up while I'm talking. Oh, okay. uh, but I love that. I love that dude's voice. I think he has really punchy great delivery and everything that he does um but uh and that's where i get most of my entertainment from it a lot of stark visuals a lot of angular stuff you know mm-hmm. so i assume there's just more of that um i know they even they even cross play i think a little bit on the whole like it's been a time skip. richard steven richard steven uh there we go corvitz Richard Stephen Corbett's. Yeah, there's a third name in there. I knew it's like, I knew I remember there was a third name. It took a second. Richard Stephen Corbett's. Yeah. Um. So, uh. Yeah, man. Like it, it's. I'm. I'm sure. I think they even cover like. Oh, there's a time skip in that movie too. Like there's a little bit of a. Like, well, yeah. He's not, so. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's I mean, just if it's right at the beginning. It's right at the beginning. He's yeah. just so it's Dib watching hit Zim's house. Yeah. For like two years. Right. And he's just like, where'd he go? What is he doing? Uh, he just watches him. He's, yeah. he's, he's like, Not doing he's turned into a fat, yeah, he's like fat lazy, and, yeah. horrible person who's just right. sweating and watching this yeah. screen. Yeah. And then, like, one day, Zim just comes out of the house and he's doing stretches. He's stretching. <laughs> he's getting ready to do some evil. All right. He's like, what have you been doing this whole time? Like, well, I was sitting on the toilet trying to think of a plan. You were sitting on the toilet for two years? <laughs> Yeah. What do you think I was doing? <laughs> That's great. I love it. I mean, you know, you, you never know, man. It's like, it's, you don't know how those aliens' it's, minds work. It's insane. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely uh, go check those two out. I'm going to check out Invader Zim right after this podcast. So. I will watch Rocco, yeah, so. despite the fact that I'm not the biggest fan of it. All right, there you go. I, was, I mean, if you're not the biggest fan of it, I don't know if you'll enjoy I the show. I try to be open-minded. Because it's literally just the show again. Like, That's a lot of fine. it is, and a lot of it's referential back to the show as well. So, I will you know, have to rewatch yeah. it then. All right, there you go. Um, but uh yeah man uh go watch them if you enjoyed those as a kid watch those go back and watch hey arnold too because that's a great one that one's like that one's like top tier for me uh i loved it what's so funny about that i don't know if i ever told you the story about that 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 was going to be the rugrats movie when the rugrats did the jungle movie oh really yeah it was going to be hey arnold that was going to be there because they wanted they 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 wanted to have like a nicktoons movie out Mm -hmm. at the time and they had this episode this this whole thing that's about arnold's parents Mm -hmm. and like going into this adventure in the jungle and all that stuff and like discovering where his parents went and like what happened to them blah 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 like that was gonna be the whole thing 
and then uh like just stuff fell through yeah. uh cliff bartnett like left the left the studio it didn't happen and nickelodeon being the stubborn fool they like, we need to have a jungle movie it's on the docket so we have to have a jungle movie so they did <laughs> rugrats in the jungle because they had jungle movie on their docket okay. they had to literally just throw the rugrats into the jungle that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't the like, crossover with uh, Wild Thornberry. No, that was it? later. That okay. was later. Yeah, it's like that was later. Yeah, it's just like what? Like <laughs> they had to have the Jungle movie because it was on the docket. It's okay. like that's such a studio thing. Like I don't get that at all. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, go watch those Nickelodeon movies. There's gonna be a Loud House one coming soon too, as well. So, really? Yeah, Nickelodeon. That'll be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for that because I love the Loud House. Loud House is funny stuff. That's um, great. But uh, yeah, moving on, uh, Jay. That's our animation recommendation. Moving on to two news, uh, sad news. Uh, animation Titan Richard Williams passed away last mm-hmm. Friday. Uh, he was uh, the creative mind behind, not the. He was the the workhorse mind behind Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh-huh. Uh, he, all the animation was you know directed around him. You know, he had final say on how a scene looked, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So bumping the lamp, which is a term in Disney used for turning up the, you know, the effort, basically. Because yeah. in the scene of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and that when they when Eddie bumps the lamp in the room when he's trying to cut off the, 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 the handcuffs, handcuffs, the lamp's going around, and mm-hmm. they had to animate all the highlights on Roger <laughs> and all the tune parts. And it's just like, they could have just left it. No, absolutely. But they didn't. They went yep. through and they meticulously put all the tents. And that's that was old school animation, too. This yeah, wasn't they just, had to do everything by hand. This was this was laminated. Like, here's a frame. Here's a frame. Here's mm-hmm. a frame. Here's the highlight. The highlight moves this way. Every bit of it. So they, they say, bump the lamp is a term for in Disney, in the industry, as itself of like turning up the effort because mm-hmm. they they bumped the lamp and they they could have reshot it to where he didn't bump the lamp too yeah. and just kept the light down there it's like but no just said go for it like it's a, uh, so Richard Williams spearheaded that he is the author of the uh, animator survival guide which mm-hmm. is the most titular animation book out there um, mm-hmm. if you don't own it uh, go grab a copy somehow it's very expensive new uh, mm-hmm. but you can get copies like my copy is. Very worn, very torn. It's from a library, uh, but it's uh, but it's worn read- books are best books exactly. But it's readable, so yeah. you know it's like it even has the library stamp on it, like on the front <laughs> of it and everything. But most it's like, of my comics are right. But it's like, hey, it's readable. I don't care. It's like that's it, it's a it's a it's a book to have. It's not like mm-hmm. a coffee table book. Like if you want to learn animation, you want to learn about it. That's the way to do it, man. Is Richard Williams' book, Animator Survival Guide. He's written many other books other than that as well. You know, great Disney animator. He's back with you know Ollie and Frank, those the the old school uh, uh, Disney uh, spearheads of all of it. And uh, you know, uh, he's, a, he's a legend. Lived to eighty six though. The big, oh, that's, big a, long, that's a good age. Big long life. Big long life from him, man. Uh, yep. Yeah, may he rest in peace. Uh, moving on, uh, Spirited Away Collector's Edition, November 12th. So we're getting a Spirited Away Collector's Edition. Uh, Very nice. I'm sure there's going to be stuff attached to that as well. Uh, it, it's funny because like now it's like it's like kind of like a it's kind of like oh what what time of the season is it? Oh, it's time for a Miyazaki movie <laughs> to come out as special edition. Like it just feels like that's always the thing to do. Well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's more. Uh, more Miyazaki special editions. I agree. I agree. Uh, there's always room for Miyazaki spe- uh, specials. Um, oh, absolutely. 
but yeah, man, uh, Spirit Away, which is uh, a lot of people's favorite. Uh, it's a it's a top tier uh, Miyazaki Ghibli movie. I mean, it's a classic. Yeah. That's that is the probably one of the go tos if you ever want to get introduced into Miyazaki. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was the that was the first one I saw in a uh, theater. Yeah, because uh, it's the first yeah. one I saw. Period. Yeah. Oh really? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. First Miyazaki movie I saw was. I want to say Mononoke, mm. but it was pr- no Kiki's Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh that was, yeah, that was definitely the first one that I saw. It was Kiki's Delivery Service. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw that on Disney Channel. Uh, it was it was because Disney did that dub uh, forever ago. Really, and I saw it on Disney Channel. I was homesick from school, mm-hmm. and it was just on Disney Channel. And I watched it, and I was like, "That was awesome!" <laughs> and, it's like, it's like, and I noticed that Phil Hartman played the cat too. I was like, "That's Phil Hartman," so like, <laughs> which was which was weird. Uh, but yeah, uh, Phil Hartman's a very easy to recognize voice mm-hmm. but uh uh but yeah uh this special will have uh feature link storyboards original theatrical trailers tv spots uh behind the microphone um you know uh commentaries stuff like that from commentaries from the um uh voice actors and the directors and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah man uh spirit away studio ghibli it's a classic hayao miyazaki people know it yeah and, and it's coming to theaters again too. Uh, Mononoke is coming out this November as well. And me and, oh, my good. Brother, me and my brother are definitely going to go see that because we've never seen it in the theaters before. So, we definitely experience. I mean, that's he's yet to top Mononoke for me. So, you know, which he <laughs> won't because he's retired now. Supposedly, he's retired like Supposedly. Four, he's retired like five times. now. I don't know so. someone who loves their art that much. I don't think they're ever really retired. Well, yeah, but he hates it. That's the thing. Okay. <laughs> You know, but he's so good at it. He's very good at it, but he's never satisfied with whatever he makes, and he's always angry at the industry. <laughs> like he's just a he's just an old curmudgeon, and I love him. Like he's great, but he just sounds like he's never happy with like anything that he does. I mean, then, are you? I mean, I, I love the stuff that he does. Yeah, absolutely. No, are you happy with everything you've ever not done? Every, not everything, but I don't. You know, it's like like I don't, I don't get outraged. At yeah, it. I don't get outraged at every episode <laughs> of this podcast I make. Like not everyone. There, it's like there, every other one. There might be some episodes. I look back and I was like, man, I sucked in that episode. Like, the, <laughs> like I, I have to, I have to publicly apologize to Stephen and the and the and uh, uh, the listeners. That bleach episode we did, I was not prepped for that episode. <laughs> I that episode sucked. It did not accurately portray my love of bleach and i'm gonna go back with steven and we're gonna do the story arcs of bleach good. and redo them good and redo them like like properly because i hate that episode and i i and it's by no reason by no means steven's fault it was mine i <laughs> i messed that up horribly uh there's my miyazaki moment <laughs> there you go um but yeah yeah uh i'm excited for for you know having those come back and oh, yeah. any anybody who wants to catch a miyazaki movie on on the big screen totally should definitely worth it. do it. It's totally yeah. worth it. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, but yeah, that's it for Tune News, Jay. That's all we're doing. And uh, But that's going to do it for that segment. And we're going to go into our ad break of the day. So go listen to that ad break. Go listen to that other podcast that I'm going to put right here. Or maybe comic shop that I shop at. I don't know. Depends on which one I put on right now. Fearscape is the podcast that explores the unknown, the paranormal, the cover-ups, and the conspiracies, ghosts, and aliens, and demons. Listen to Fearscape on the DNN to get insight into hauntings, possessions, abductions, even cryptozoology from your favorite host, the Spooky Crew. Together with you, we will journey to the flip side of things. Stick with us if you want to stay spooky. 
But most of all, when you listen, remember, hold those blankets real tight as we are taking you into the beyond, deep into the Fearscape. And we're back from that ad break. Oh, that uh, was a good ad break. It was a good ad break. I thought it was pretty okay. Break me off a piece of that ad break. Ad break part. That was real bad, but I that liked was it. Bad. <laughs> I liked it, though. Um, we're talking Batman Hush, Jay. Let's do it. Talk about that DC animated universe, Batman Hush. Uh, as we stated before, this mm-hmm. takes place in the shared universe of uh, of the Justice League characters. They're finally breaking off and doing more of these. They took a bit of a pause. Um, it been it had been a while since the last Batman one. Yeah, Bat- which is good though yeah. because Batman's had a lot had of a animated lot. specials. He's had a lot because they had a bunch like right in a row. Mm-hmm. You, had, you had Batman and you had Batman and Robin or uh, Son of the Demon where Robin Son was of the a- Demon. Yeah. Where D- Damon was introduced, and then you had uh, Batman versus Robin, like almost immediately after. Batman, uh, uh, Bad, Bad Blood. Bad Blood was the next one. Which, yeah, uh, yeah I-, I liked it. It was fine. Was it, it, like, it was it was more for like the Batwoman stuff, yeah. but then they sort of just pushed that to the side anyway. But it, it was fine. Um, <laughs> you know, I was like, but it did introduce uh, Babs Tar Batgirl at the very yes. very end of it, and we never got to see her again. Until now, Until now. <laughs> so so I thought that was pretty okay. Yeah, it's like, yeah, she just sort of like comes and goes. It's not a spoiler. Spoilers from here on out. Like, so don't don't go watch the movie before listening to this. We're going to talk spoilers pretty much. Please go watch so the movie. Go watch it and check it out and all that stuff. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, this is in the shared universe and everything. We've had a few Justice League episodes between then between Batman, uh, Bad Blood. We've had uh, Superman, uh, Death of Superman, and Reign of Superman since then, which yep. was great. Absolutely love that. I want more Superman stuff. Uh, I want more, you know, controlled Superman things that yes. you know that are that are you know, and, and they can take place in this universe. Like I would, I would yeah, love absolutely. To, yeah. He's I, got I plenty that. of room to work with. He's got plenty of it. Like there's there's lots of stories you can throw you can throw at yeah. him. And I kind like, of want to see Lobo. <laughs> yeah, be a Lobo. Do a Lobo story. Like I don't know, just something. But uh, yeah, um, but we've got uh, the shared universe. The the Jason O'Mara Batman, the mm-hmm. Jerry O'Connell uh, Superman, and the Rosario Dawson. That's the that's the Trinity for it. You got O'Mara Dawson O'Connell. Model. That's the which they are all doing phenomenal, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all. I, I like all of them. I a stand lot. by them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though I don't think Rosario Dawson played Wonder Woman in War, I don't think she mm, did. I'm not 100 percent on that. Don't think she did, but she came on during Throne of Atlantis, I believe, uh, and she's definitely in uh, Titans versus uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Titans group too. Like I like when they do the Titans movies. Yeah, they, they moved on. Did the they, Judas I think they hold up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the one with? Uh, Damien gets introduced and he's working with that was, t- was tight versus Justice League versus Titans. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That was Justice League versus Titans, where you had Trigon and all that stuff, yeah. the the Raven, and uh, then yeah, Judas Contract after that, which was mm-hmm. the Terra storyline, which they're again rehashing in Young, Young Justice. Justice. Uh, it's like yeah, well, they're taking a few different turns here now. Like, we'll see. I'm I'm on the ah. fence. I'm on the fence about Young Justice. I'm like an episode we'll, or two behind. But. We'll we'll talk about it when that finishes <laughs> off because. I'm better because I've got I, some. I know. I need to I get it out. I got some problems with it too, uh, man. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. I'm right. I'm there so with glad you. it's back. But I know, right? Me too. Uh, <laughs> I I need it to finish strong. I really need it to finish strong. It better. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. It, again, on it. again. Right, we're <laughs> off topic. Off topic. We'll, we'll get to it. Um, but yeah. Uh, let. Uh, so yeah, this is the first time we're coming back to to Batman since yeah. Bad Blood. 
uh, you know, other than Justice League. He was also in Justice League Dark. He's in everything, basically. He, he is, so, but, you know. I mean... Yeah. So we're finally getting back to a Batman story. Yes. And this is Hush, which is an adaptation of... Uh, I can't remember which Batman comics it was uh, from there. I think it started at one, or did it start at a number? I can't remember. It was a number. It was a number, uh, yeah. Yeah. But it was a Hush. It was called the Hush storyline. It was the first run of uh, Jeff Loeb and... Uh, 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 well, I can't think of his name. Jim Lee, uh, mm-hmm. Jim Lee doing the art um, and starting that off. And we'll, 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 I guess we'll break down like the differences that uh, that happened. Yes, because uh, I think let's just go into the spoilers. We don't need to cover everything that happened. If no, you haven't read Hush, go, go read, read Hush. It. It's phenomenal. If you haven't watched Hush, go watch it. It's like yeah. in fact, I'm, I I would be interested. You know, because I don't think it would break anything. Watch the if you've never done either, watch the movie first, then read the book. Let me know what you think because yeah. I had the opposite. You know, I had the opposite run on it. Actually, so. uh, Hush, Batman Hush was yeah. my first full length comic that I ever read. Oh yeah, okay. One of my best friends gave it to me. Mm. She lent it to me for when I nice. first started college. Yeah, and I couldn't put it down. Yeah, it yeah. was phenomenal. It, it was it was one of the best paced stories I think mm-hmm. I've ever read. Like it, the the pacing of that story is near perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's right up there with uh it's right up there with kingdom come it's mm. right up there with uh and again this is an ongoing this isn't like a a, a trade paperback which is a full story yeah. or it's a what i call a, a graphic novel which is a full story that circles back around onto itself and yes. that's what it is graphic novel is that this is an actual continuous run uh that jeff Loeb was doing uh on batman mm-hmm. uh and it, this was just one arc of it so um, and it did play out as a graphic novel because it sort of circled back onto itself. Mm-hmm. And the two things he wanted to do in this in this book uh, was he wanted to establish a brand new villain for yes. Batman's Rogues Gallery because it had been a while since that happened. I think it was Chuck. Uh, it was uh, Chuck Dixon back in the nineties with Bane. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the last time, like a really, real, yeah, wow. that, that was like the last time that a, a real villain there were villains introduced here and there but like one that like stuck out to the public because yeah. bane came in and he broke the bat like that was oh yeah big deal fall fall uh nightfall was nightfall. one of like the yeah. biggest uh moments and i i didn't even read batman back then and i knew that batman had his back broken by this big wrestler dude yeah. named bane. i didn't even watch it i didn't even read it so you know it's like uh chuck dixon created bane he wanted to make a bane like character that mm-hmm. was you know that was you know on the same level of batman uh, and he wanted to do it within, like, uh, I guess, like, the whole, like, planning aspect of it and the, mm-hmm. the detective work, stuff like that. That's who Hush was going to be. Create one be major big bad one, that yeah, yeah, was he, suitable for Batman. That was literally a mystery that he had to solve. Like, mm-hmm. that's what he was. He was basically the Red Hood, like, the original Red Hood. Yeah. It's like, the mystery I never solved. It was Joker. <laughs> it was <laughs> so, Joker. Yeah, but, uh, you know, but, um, you know, th- that's what he wanted to make. <laughs> that was step one. That was the first thing he wanted to do. He wanted to do that. And he wanted to build up an old villain in it as yes. well. Uh, Which that he was did the, perfectly. He did, oh absolutely. Oh, gosh. He did, absolutely. And the one critique I have about that whole thing is that it didn't pan out from there. No. Which is the shame of it. Because within that story, Hush... Uh, was a big was like a big deal. Like he became mm-hmm. like he was like a big deal within that story. And he then, was he was never used properly. Afterwards. I was going to ask because yeah. All right, I've read my fair share of Batman comics. Yeah, but I have never seen Hush used. Like he, maybe once, he, but he was like a one-off. He's in a few here and there. Uh, he's in a few like other later ones and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. Hush is not. Here's the thing. 
if you've just watched the movie and you've never read the book, you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Hush is a completely different person than who it turns out to be in the movie. Yeah. Uh, Hush is Thomas Elliot, which yes. is the the doctor friend of uh, of Batman. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and it was, it was, uh, but the whole part where he gets killed, like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the alleyway, all that's still in there, but it's a misdirect to make you think that it was, yeah, you know, that th- it was he's him. just turned into a red herring. Yeah. Right. He's, yeah. Which is perfect because it's like, oh yeah, Thomas Elliot died. Like, why are they introducing this new character? Uh, who's this new character you know it's like yeah. and already you're kind of like piecing together like well that's obviously that's hush. hush yeah and then he gets killed and you're like oh maybe it wasn't him but it's still kind of in the back well, of your head like because even it's, in the comic he gets yeah. killed and you're just yeah. like okay so well, yeah. they're gonna do the same thing in the comic like right he yeah. comes back comes and it was back. hush the whole time yeah exactly like, it's like no, no. <laughs> they, they, they switch it up really beautifully because in the you know in the um you know in the original the mm. thing it's like uh, they had to cut out the whole Jason Todd part because yes. Jason Todd has not been introduced in this version of Batman. No, and that makes uh, sense. Yeah, which makes perfect sense. And uh, yet they kept a really good graveyard scene, which I liked. Yes, the graveyard scene is completely different, but it's really good. Um, the graveyard scene in the book, uh, he goes to Thomas Elliot's uh, or he goes to the graveyard mm-hmm. um, uh, because apparently his – if I remember something – I can't remember directly. Something – Something made it to where like his parents' graves were desecrated or Thomas Elliott's grave was desecrated. Yeah. Something like that. So he went to the graveyard and he found Jason Todd's grave. Yes. And Jason Todd was standing there, a full grown Jason Todd. Uh, this was prior to his resurrection, yeah. like later on in the Red Hood uh storyline. Uh and he's fighting him, and it turns out to be Clayface. Mm-hmm. Uh it turns into Clayface, you know, it's like and, and all that stuff. Clayface also played the dead body of Thomas Elliot. Mm-hmm. So that's how that they got away with that. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. Um, Which is a good use of Clayface. Exactly. I love that. And they reworked that in the movie as yes, well. They did. In a different way, which I really liked. Um, I, yes. So my only problem with Hush is not within the story itself. It's the fact that, A, they did not uh, use Thomas Elliot hush well they didn't outside of the story like yeah. they they for some reason and i guess it's kind of hard because he really is built for this story mm-hmm. like to use him outside of it like i i'm kind of struggling to come up with like what do you use him for that's true you know, he's, like, but he's, he's an about, old friend of bruce's and right. they could build off of that yeah like, yeah obviously like there's even in the comic you see little snippets of how he like how to friendship right what they did like they even have the little moment where yeah. bruce puts the toy on top of his coffin mm-hmm. it's like yeah. this is this is this, your toy this is your this toy is always yours mm-hmm. um and there, even even hints the drop that like may like there was a there was a story i don't know if it was then i think this was maybe later i think during a snyder run mm-hmm. that like when hush was reintroduced in new 52 it was positive that he was also and this was a theory i think during hush that thomas elliott was also uh, Thomas Wayne's son. Yeah, there was a whole like affair thing that's possible, and that's why he grew to like him, and that's why yeah. he grew up to be a surgeon and all this stuff because because uh, he took Thomas under his wing and taught him a bunch of stuff. And that'd so. be great. And I think that'd be you interesting. Could do more with that. That'd be interesting because it does like it does like kind of it it taints Batman's sort of vision of his parents a little bit, mm-hmm. like that his that his dad had an affair at some point, and you know, and like now he has this half brother, and they also posited that towards like the leader of the 
owls yeah. at one point, and that never panned. No, they, they never, never did anything with that. They never described whether that was a thing <laughs> or not, because Zach, because Snyder doesn't do that. Not Zach Snyder. Uh, uh whatever Snyder. Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder. Because Scott Snyder sometimes doesn't finish things that he starts. Yeah. Um, like who are the three Jokers? I still don't think he's answered that. Yeah, what's up with? Okay, <laughs> I still don't think he's answered. We don't that. need to get onto that no, topic because we that's don't. a whole rant that I have prepared. I, I have lots of problems with Scott Snyder. I think he's a pretty good writer. I, I like him as a writer. I, I have lots of problems. Most with of him. his Batman comics are great. Yeah, but I have lots of problems with how yeah. he writes um because it's it's like parody at this point um but um so basically he was going to do that it was going to make this new bat this new batman villain never used afterward it was going to hype up an, an old villain riddler my favorite batman villain and it did it in that story yep. it made him awesome like the lazarus pit i had clarity i know exactly who you are he figured it yeah. out figured out who he was and then he corrupted thomas wayne and he made him into this hush character just for you mm-hmm. i made a mystery all for you just to mess with you blah 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 and it's just like man that's that's really good they really hyped him up completely deflower him like within <laughs> like it's literally like two story arcs later he just gets completely punched down again yeah he's just a c-lister again and i'm just like what did you do you built him up so high and, and then, and then and, he's down again and the, the the next interesting thing they did with him is they they kind of like reformed him and he joined the, the gotham city police mm-hmm. and there were some good storylines that came out of that because he was fine reformed quote unquote yeah. but he wasn't no the, the the next good riddler story uh that came out and I hate to say this because, well, Tom King can write a good story. I just don't like the mm. majority of his stuff. The jokes, War of Jokes and Riddles during Tom King's run. Have not read that Is one. awesome. It's yeah. the only good run of Tom King's Batman that exists. Huh. It's great. It's Joker versus Riddler. And it's awesome. It's um, random, but okay. Well, it's like they're both vying for like like the Gotham City like underworld, basically. Yeah. And the whole time, Joker's frowning. The entire really? storyline. He just has this frown on his face. The whole, and it's so good. I just love it because it's just like it's just like that thing. Like, what has Joker never done? Mm-hmm. Frowned. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like, and he just has this look on his face. He never smiles for the <laughs> whole storyline. It's so good. And it's just like you're just waiting for it. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for the crack to happen. You know, it's like because he's so mad at Nigma the whole time. Yeah. It's so good, man. I know, I know you not the hugest, biggest yeah. fan of Scott Snyder, but yeah. honestly, one of my favorite Riddler stories yeah. is uh, the Zero Year. Okay, I haven't read that one. Yeah. It that. is really good. great. It's, yeah. it's Batman Year One, okay. kind of, um, but with a twist. So, like Riddler has taken control of all of Gotham right through just technology sure and he flooded the whole city oh wow so it's like the everything that Riddler yeah. does not control yeah is just wildlife oh wow. and Batman has to work with like he, he this is his first year in business right. so he's got nothing sure sure so yeah. it's phenomenal nice. I read read all of zero year I'll have to do that because yeah. I love Riddler um I they do I, a good job with him too like yeah they yeah. make him like the know-it-all yeah. obnoxious yeah. guy I, I take that back so uh another good storyline with him this has turned into a r- big Riddler uh love fest but What's wrong with I, that I love Riddler he's, he's my favorite Batman villain yeah. uh one of my favorite villains period um th- there was an interesting story it wasn't this Riddler, but they mm. did use Riddler. It was Edward Nigma from Earth Three, which is the Syndicate episode. He was one of the really? vi- he was one of the villains in Trinity, and that was really good by Kurt Busiek. By Kurt Busiek, and that uh, yeah, he was called Enigma, and he was it was there was three it was three villains: a Batman villain, a Superman villain, and a and a Wonder Woman villain. Like all like as a trinity to themselves, you yeah. know, and they were like, they were going to take out, you know, the, the, you know, take over the world where one of them was this dude named Enigma. And it turned out to be 
Edward Nigma from Earth Three, so he was the syndicate version of That's of cool. him, so the crime syndicate version of which who on that world was a hero, but then he got corrupted and like, like okay, I was wondering world. how yeah, that worked so, out because yeah, yeah, but he had like these floating like question question block orbs and stuff and a big old cool staff that looked like it was awesome it was good stuff um camera who was the oh despero was the superman villain and uh morgan lefay was the wonder woman so, Ooh, that yeah. sounds pretty cool yeah it was a it's a, a good, good and they're not they're not too big villains either no yeah it's very it's very like you know and then you know you know enigma's a c-lister you yeah. know despero is more of a justice league villain than you know like a c-list justice league villain than yeah than a superman absolutely. villain so the idea but like here's these three characters that can match off against those and you know morgan lefay again that's a justice league villain more than absolutely a, more so than a and i guess crime syndicate more Justice League villain as well, but it's just like they they have that tie to the Batman, mm-hmm. the Superman, and the Wonder Woman. So, uh, but that was the last time I think before War of Jokes and Riddles. Uh, so yeah, like Riddler always gets those like moments of like, hey, what if this guy did? You know, like mm-hmm. like a writer gets a hold of him. Judd Winnick got a hold of him, put him in a put him in a great uh, Green Arrow story at one point, and just like bar him over for Green Arrow. I was like, I'd like to see that. That'd yeah, be great. it's a great little like switch over of a villain. Like Green yeah. Arrow would work great against you know Riddler would work great against. Green Arrow, like it'd be yeah, awesome because so. Green Arrow is not too yeah detectivey, right? Exactly. So, so now he's trying to solve these riddles. A good challenge, exactly. So when you when you bring a villain over, you know, it's like it's always good to switch rogues galleries. So yeah. so that was Jeff Loeb's plan in the original, and uh, the original was Thomas Elliot was was uh, Hush, mm-hmm. and the Riddler was behind it all, and like that was the whole blow up. It didn't work out because of that. So that's why I kind of like what they did in the movie at mm-hmm. the end. Uh, it's controversial, uh, but Thomas. I El- did not. So. Yeah, so yeah, there we go. Yeah, it's like Thomas Elliot is dead. Like, there's no like yeah. Tom- Thomas Elliot shows up in this movie. They do the whole whole first half where like he helps Bruce out with like a with like a hemorrhaging in the brain and stuff yeah. like that. Like, does a surgery and like they're buddying around. It's like that's right, Bruce. Blah blah blah. We're buddies. We were <laughs> we were friends since we were kids. This yeah, is man. established. Yeah, this is totally established. And isn't that person <laughs> a thing that came up later? <laughs> um, you know, it's like, and, and what's weird is like they bring in Leslie Tompkins in the, into Hush. Yeah. They could have killed off Leslie Tompkins because she's like, she's established. You can't it's, kill Leslie Tompkins. But wouldn't that she's have been crazy? Too, wouldn't yes. that have been nuts? Like, you know. Okay, so, yes. Because yeah. she's an already established character. Yes. But everyone loves Everyone Leslie. loves Leslie Tompkins. Yeah, it's true. Uh, everybody loves Leslie. Um, Marina Baccarin in Gotham, too. I like Marina Baccarin. Mm. Anyway, uh, but um, uh, so basically... Thomas Elliot's dead. He's not. The, he's he's not, actually dead. He's, he's not Clayface in disguise. Uh, they do pull the same like, oh, here's uh, that C-lister Riddler. He's robbing a bank or whatever. Yeah. They pull that whole thing. Uh, that happens in the book as well, and he captures him real quickly. And they throw. And I was disappointed reading the book at that point. Really? Well, yeah, because like I, Riddler was always my favorite, and he's like using all these rogues. He's got Croc. He's got you know this character is using all these characters, mm-hmm. and then like, oh, here comes Riddler's episode. One punch, he's done. And I was just like, man, <laughs> why you gotta, why you gotta hate, why do you gotta hate on Riddler like that? And then it all came back around, and I was mm. like, yes, the Riddler's you forgot real. about me. Yeah, but turns out that that Riddler in this was the Clayface fake out. Yes, Thomas Elliot was the one that was actually shot, uh, framed Joker for it, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the Riddler is actually Clayface, which I was like, oh snap! Like, because I, I yeah. thought he was just gonna be there, and then, and then, but then he was talking like, I did all this, and I. I did that and I did that. I'm like, but you're here and he's doing stuff right now. Like, who's he? Who's the guy that's that's hush right now? Like, okay, that's Thomas Elliott. Yeah. Nope. Nope. 
It nope. is Edward Nigma. The Edward Nigma <laughs> I'm talking about there is Ed Nigma who got into the Lazarus pit. Uh, I like the Lady Shiva part where she came in and's like, I wanted to and, see more of her. I know, right? Yeah. I always want more. Lady I love Shiva. Lady Shiva. Lady Shiva is awesome. I want more of her, and I want more of her daughter. Always, forever. Like that's just yes. Me, so. like, oh, I forgot she had a daughter. Yeah. I feel bad. Ca- I Cassandra Kane. Cassandra Kane is Cain. amazing. That, she my, is a gift. That is my Batgirl. Okay, it's like that's my Batgirl. more of her in Young Justice. Yes. Uh, Yes, <laughs> but, she, but she's not Batgirl on Young Justice, and it irritates oh, me. And it whatever irritates, it irritates me to no end, because uh, they they have Oracle. Just call her Batgirl. Like she can be the new Batgirl. It irritates me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyways, because that's the whole point is that she anyway. Uh, so um, uh, yeah, see that that's. Mm. I, I'm sorry. Did I'm, I get I'm, something started? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get into the Young Justice thing, but it's just like <laughs> we have to do that on the episode. I have to save it, but it's just like it's too I, easy. I have to save it. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, it turns out when he went into the Lazarus Pit, um, and he he came out, he had the clarity, the, the whole like I had clarity of mind. I, I saw everything. Mm-hmm. I saw the clues. You're Batman. You're Bruce Wayne. Yes. And it's like you're Bruce Wayne. I figured out exactly who you were. But it also amped up his physical ability as well. Mm-hmm. And he was still kind of crazy. He didn't come off the crazy yet. So this whole thing being manipulated by all this, it's a crazy Lazarus Pit induced buffed up Riddler. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's I a good change of pace. I yeah. like I like that he got yeah. physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, just right? mental mental right, acuity. Yeah. I, I liked the little scar that he gave himself. I hate that. Oh, I thought it was great. I hate it. Oh, it's it was great. awful. Oh, that was awesome. And it wasn't. He didn't yeah. give it to himself. Yeah, it's true. He yeah, got it from like because he had a yeah. brain tumor. He had a brain tumor. Yeah. And it was like, and what surgeon is yeah. doing this to their patient? Yeah, yeah, he said like, make a make a <laughs> make that. And it's like, I mean, to be fair, he probably like he you know he he said he went to Thomas Elliot to do it to, to take it out and everything. Yeah. So he probably went to him and forced him to do it, and was probably like, yeah, when you stitch it back up, make sure it's a question mark. <laughs> no. I hate well, see, that. See, and, and that's <laughs> another reason I liked it is because that happens. He gets a wound in his chest mm-hmm. in War of Jokes and Riddles. Oh, and really? He, and he stitches it up with a question mark, and now he has a big question mark on his chest. That's so better. That's, I like yeah. that on the chest more, more than, than the, the forehead. Head. The forehead's too on the head. Ha, 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 But yeah, but crazy, pale-faced, yes. question mark scarred Riddler. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was, like, it was like, good. It, it was a good. Be- the reason I liked it because it was a divergence from the original, mm-hmm. and the original is supposed to be a mystery. So I always thought, like, if you've read the book, it's not going to be a mystery. So, like, when they actually True. had Thomas Elliot's body dangling from a chain, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, yeah, this isn't going to be Thomas Elliot." No. You know, it's like you know, it's not because they they kept building up to it. They built up to it very beautifully. It's like well, they. I was also wondering, like, as soon as like Batman goes and cuts Riddler's throat in right. Arkham, yeah. and it's revealed to be Clayface, I was yeah. like, okay, where the crap is Riddler, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I was thinking the same thing, and I'm like, is he really that? And then it's just like, it built up his physical ability, and he's like this big hulking, like, oh, yeah. all right. like Because it didn't make any sense when he was like sitting there talking, because he's like skinny little Riddler mm-hmm. in handcuffs, and he's talking like, and then I did this, and then I dragged the Joker over there, and I put it in. Like, and I'm like, how did you do all this? You're not, <laughs> you're a tiny, tiny man. Like Animation is not what it right, used to be. Yeah, it's <laughs> Like you're not that you like because like he's showing this big hulking dude like yeah. dragging around things. It's like that doesn't make any sense at all. I'm like I'm completely disconnected. He also like he didn't have any hair. Yeah, right. And, yeah. Like had a scar during yeah. the flashbacks, and then in got in the uh, asylum he didn't. He had hair. Yeah, he had the hair. No scar. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Which is 
Clayface. So, yeah, you know, exactly. exactly. So it's Clayface. You know, it's like I'm just like, what is happening? And it, it it was it was a bit of a disconnect, but then it all came came around when he's like, when he said the physical ability that the that the Lazarus Pit gave me, I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. that's crazy. <laughs> uh, it was just it was really good. Like I actually really enjoyed that twist because again, it has to be a mystery. Yes, like it has to be something different. Um, uh, I yeah. will say that that change does take away one of my favorite scenes in a batman comic though sure it is when uh in in the comic mm-hmm. batman is confronting riddler at the very end of the book yes and he's like i was messing with you the whole time because mm-hmm. i know your identity right and batman just stares him down and says yeah congratulations yeah you know the answer to the greatest riddle yeah and that makes it completely, completely worthless. worthless to you. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. It, it is a good part because, like, there there was a whole thing. Is like, why didn't Riddler just reveal it? It's like, because like, he said, "What time? When an elephant sits on? What time is it when an elephant sits on a fence? Time to get a new fence." Everybody knows that when it's worthless. He's like, exactly. No. So he's just like, <laughs> and Riddler's kind of like taken aback, like. Oh, he got me. It's Dang like, it. I can't tell anybody. <laughs> I can't tell anybody. But see, and like people thought that that neutered him immediately. But, like, but no, he still knows. Yes. He can still mess with Batman because he knows his identity. Absolutely. He just can't share it because of his pathology. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, but he can still mess with Batman. He still knows the riddle. He knows the answer. Yeah. And he can use that to his advantage. But uh, he never does. No, <laughs> like, he never like, does. He never does. They never do a storyline where it actually culminates in anything good. And that's, to, again, to know... No disrespect to, to Jeff Loeb because he didn't write past all that. No. So you know, no. like he it's, went over to Superman, Batman, and did that. So he never wrote Riddler. It's not his that. fault. It's not his fault. It's the it's, it's the, the future writers. It's the continuation. It's the continuation problem. Like you know, like the people who took over after uh, after uh, Grant Morrison's New X Men run. You know, it's like mm-hmm. where they where they rewrote his whole Zorn thing and like made it stupid. And it's like. <laughs> It's like that's a great storyline, and they ruined it with like all the crap they put on top of it because they needed Magneto alive for uh, uh, House of X. And it's just like, yeah. right, so anyway, um, <laughs> it's just that that's the trouble with like continuous, you know, different storylines. You have to; it, it's hard to cultivate what somebody else did before you. You know, it's it not is. you know, and you know, and when you put it in the hands of somebody who maybe didn't read it or maybe didn't get it, or they're just gonna not utilize it as properly as exactly. as, as you assumed. So, um, but yeah, so. so so doing that and making him the one person, I thought that was really interesting. And then mm. even throwing in now Thomas Elliot is a real red herring because mm. like because yeah. anybody who read the book, it's like it's gonna be Thomas Elliot. It's yeah. definitely gonna be Thomas Elliot. Of course, it's Thomas Elliot. That's who Hush is. And it's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's Edward Nigma. It's like, <laughs> and it was a good twist. I thought that was a really good uh, uh, change to the whole thing. Other changes uh, they used Bane instead of Croc. Thought that was weird. Yeah, uh, I guess not, not a bad change. Not a bad change. Not, nothing that changes anything really. But no. I think because Bane's just more recognizable right now. Yeah, he's, he's a more iconic character. Yeah. And honestly, well, Croc isn't being used in anything, is he? No, I don't think no. so. He was okay. in Suicide Squad, and they're dumping that. So you know, <laughs> I didn't know they were dumping. I thought they were going to do another one. They're doing another one, but like they're dumping the whole cast. Other uh, than like, okay. I think Marco Roby's coming back, but that's it. So it's like, okay. yeah, it's like. Uh, which is fine. She was fine as Harley. That's probably yeah. the best part of the movie was her as Harley. Um, 
but yeah, uh, freaking like uh, they they changed it to Bane. Not a big change at all. No. Uh, they switched out Clayface for uh, Scarecrow in a, a little bit. Scarecrow was there, wasn't he? He was there. Yes, he was he there. Was. But then like they never do much. The, yeah, he, and he just fought. All he did was he fought uh, Catwoman and, and Nightwing. He, yeah, uh, Scarecrow fought Batman because Nightwing barely did anything in he really didn't. In Hush. Like he was very. All he was was awesome. like supportive of right. Batman's and Catwoman's relationship. That was it. Yeah, that was his whole <laughs> shtick. Uh, I forgot actually until watching this movie how uh what a big part catwoman was in it Mm -hmm. um yeah and that was a good change too because that was sort of like hyped up by him as well Mm -hmm. he he had ivy like kind of like plant like little like uh little pheromones in him to kind of get it to to go because he knew i knew that would distract you batman if you had (laughs) blah 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 and in this it was just it was just organic they just organically they had a good relationship yeah which was great because like they're, they're doing a really good job of like and i know it's like that they have past things to draw on, so it's a little bit easier. Exactly, but they're doing a very good way of like bringing in these love interests that like they didn't ha- that they didn't have before because the they didn't introduce Lois until Death of Superman. Yeah, and I'm like, how are you going to do this? It's like there's a whole past between those two that you have to mm-hmm. do, and they did a really good job of like Absolutely. of of making her like you know like have this relationship with Clark and mm-hmm. like having that conversation with Wonder Woman and all that stuff that I thought was like they did a really good job of like building up this idea of Lois being a relationship for Clark when she hasn't been introduced to this you know group yet yeah and they did the same thing with Selena I thought that was really good and they even tied that in with Lois and Clark you know with, with Lois and Clark in this yeah that was a good little at, scene too at, that's one of my favorite scenes in the book too yeah. uh, and because uh, I really lo- what I really liked about it is that uh, Jim Lee drew and they kept that alive in this too she he drew Lois in the vein of the animated series version of Lois. Oh, really? She had the red, the red top, the red blouse, and the black skirt. Mm-hmm. Like that was like one of her looks. She had the purple. She, she had three outfits in the animated series. Okay, <laughs> they were all the same. It was mm-hmm. all top business blouse and uh, skirt down yeah. on the knees uh, and high heels. Uh, she had the red and black one. She had the purple and white one, and she had the blue and white one. Those were her. Those were her three <laughs> outfits in the Batman the animated series. They would switch it up every now and then, obviously oh, yeah. for other situations. But those were her three work outfits, and uh, the red and black outfit uh, is the one that he gave her in the in the in the book. Mm-hmm. And they kept that the same in the same thing where Catwoman has oh, her or whatever. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and they kept the same thing and it was the, it was the red and black. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, nice. And they kept the whole outfit. And it's just a nice little callback to the animated series that I enjoyed. Even um, better. Yeah. So, and it's called well it was a callback to the comic, which was a call to the animated series. So it's like <laughs> it's like three it's like two separate callbacks down, uh, which I enjoyed. Uh and that that was a great scene. Um mm-hmm. the fight was a little bit uh, truncated, uh, but him and Superman fight was a little bit truncated, yeah. which was fine. Uh, they had him put on uh, just kryptonite brass knucks to hit him with and stuff yeah. like that. In that, he actually had the Luthor ring, mm-hmm. which I liked a lot better because that's a callback to like Lex Luthor and yeah. You know, but in that, like that universe, there's no yeah. yeah, there is none. Yeah, exactly because like there's barely any kryptonite. And uh, in this, which I liked, Luthor is actually mentioned to be a member of the Justice League. Yes, I loved that because that's a storyline that's a thing. That was a good callback. And that was a great, and so like now that might be a storyline later is just is 
you know, Luthor being with- in the Justice League. And I'm like, that's a really good story, guys. Like, <laughs> now we can do that. We can do Lex Luthor, Justice League. Be, oh, I want to see that. I want to see it. Because we've seen President Luthor. We've seen all that stuff. But mm-hmm. we haven't seen where he joins the Justice League as this, you know, this egomaniacal, like, I'm going to save the Earth you know, instead. It's like, oh, man. Like, Rain Wilson didn't like it. I didn't like him in Death of Superman. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason in Reign of Superman, he was so much better. And, like, I've he's, like, nailed it. I actually really love Rain Wilson. Hey, just had to version. work up to it. Yeah, I love him in that version. Like, it's a really good version of Luke. It's not my favorite version of Lex, but it's a really good version of Lex. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like the cold, calculated, yeah, mob absolutely. boss, Clancy Brown Lex. That's my Lex. He he, yeah. he is yeah. just nailed it too, too yeah. perfectly. Yeah, and the, the only other one that's pulled that off is the guy that does him in Young Justice. Uh, he's really good. Like, I like I season one Lex yeah. Luthor in Young Justice. Oh, I like season two. I love it all. Yeah, it's like season one Lex is great. Yeah, it's like, Season two was all right, and then season two doesn't do a whole three, lot. Yeah, well, yeah. he's he's doing yeah. less and less. Yeah, that's yeah. why that's yeah. why I like season one the best. Yeah, it's true. It's very like true. he played a bigger role. That's true. And everybody likes everybody wants Lex. Uh, yeah, season one where he's talking to you know Superboy and all that stuff. Yeah. But we'll get to Young Justice. Oh, <laughs> we'll get oh to. Boy. Hopefully, we'll get to talk about it positively when we talk about it and ultimately I, we'll definitely I, have our there problems. Are, there are good things about it yes uh we have the same problems though uh moving <laughs> on uh but yeah um uh yeah so i i forgot that catwoman was such a big part of mm-hmm. the original story um i liked how they worked that in uh i thought they worked her in very well because she hadn't been introduced into this whole shared universe thing yet mm-hmm. which is weird because you figured she'd be in batman bad blood since it was about the bat family yeah and they had batwing in it and it's like nobody cares about batwing and <laughs> have not heard from him since nope never seen batwing yet and it's like haven't seen him in the comics either no. all right i wonder why nobody cares about batwing oh poor batwing <laughs> um uh but yeah it, it'll be uh it, so so it'll be interesting if they use her again uh they sort of like brought her in and then kind of had her leave in the same i would like vein. to see Okay, all right. The end of their relationship for Batwoman, or mm-hmm. not Batwoman, Catwoman, Catwoman and Batman. Off by one letter. I, yeah, I was. That was a lot. Uh, good comment. Like, anyway, I like, I like their relationship. It was very fluid. It held up. Mm-hmm. And I've never been a huge Batcat fan. Right. Like, it's just never something I've... It, it seems like too obvious of a relationship to enjoy. Sure. But... They did it in such a way in this movie that I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. They played off of each other yeah. really well. And well, Catwoman, she seemed reformed. She seemed right. fun and interesting. And I thought it was really cool because like that that's what I felt in the Hush thing too. Because it's mm-hmm. like, it's always been a thing. Selena and Bruce has always been a thing. Yeah. And just solidifying it in there with Jim Lee, with that Jim Lee kiss mm-hmm. on top of that building. It's just like, yeah, like, yeah. like this makes sense. Like it it's for some reason, good. it made sense back then. And, then, and now it makes sense again. Also, great callback when he puts on the new armor and it's the blue. Yes. Thought that was great. That was, was fantastic. Because like, they didn't have to do that. Like, yeah. it, it would not have changed the movie if he was in his black uniform, but yeah. putting him back in the blue because that's what Loeb wanted to do. He wanted to put him back into the gray and blue outfit from the from the the, the Bronze was, Age. That was perfect. Yeah, the Silver Age Batman outfit, like because mm-hmm. he wanted to be a Silver Agey type story of like mystery and intrigue and with the modern day grittiness and and like, putting him back in it was great. They didn't really yeah. need a reason, but they they still yeah. gave him one because yeah. like he was injured, so he needed yeah. one with more padding. Right. Like, Here's your older suit. Here's your older suit. And he's like, All right, okay. Cool. Yeah, it's like. 
That's all I needed. And it's like, yeah. it's like, because I never, I didn't think it was going to happen. I don't even remember watching the trailers where I noticed that it was the no, blue one. And then, not at all. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it, it, I thought it was a, I thought it was a brilliant idea just to put him in the blue suit because he was just messed up from that first fall. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like every other story beat, they kept pretty close to what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like they took out the Jason Todd stuff, which is funny because they they reamped the Jason Todd stuff in Red Hood and made him, yeah. you know, like Superboy punching around. So that actually was Jason Todd, and then he switched out with Two Face with Clayface, and was like, "Yeah, whatever." Um, Let's not get into that whole <laughs> yeah, yeah. mixed up thing. <laughs> that, that was that was a bunch of weirdness. Um, but uh, I did like the uh, the montage of Batman, Catwoman. Uh, yeah, that was cute. I liked it because it was like, okay, that, that's a way to like solidify that this is a this is an ongoing thing. It's a relationship that it's real. I liked that for the relationship aspect, but I did not like it from the movie aspect because mm-hmm. it didn't really play anything to the hush storyline because didn't. hush was supposed to be fairly active he was yeah. supposed to be doing stuff right. so how many yeah. months had passed since it, he did anything <laughs> yeah it, it wasn't very clear as to like how fuzz that that could have been a span of like three days like you know you never there know. were really active criminals but, in those i know days. right it's, it was literally like oh there's there's two-face oh there's i don't know who else there's oz maybe and then kite yeah. man i don't freaking know like it's <laughs> like who else was on there like but yeah it was, it was it was like mad hatter and then they fought uh two-face and then they mr fought freeze mr freeze and yeah. i was just like that's true but gotham's kind of a rat hole fair so, enough <laughs> thank god it's I'll, kind of, <laughs> I'll allow it yeah it's kind of rattle so it could have been like a week it could have been like a week a span <laughs> of a week and they're beating up a bunch of villains uh <laughs> and maybe those were all related to hush maybe he was making him do all that stuff because he because even then he's like hush, yeah. put, hush put you up to it because there was no riddle it's like and he's like ah maybe maybe i'm trying a new thing and i was like uh, again that was a good red herring because it like, was yeah it's like it's like there was no riddle behind it that's how i know hush put you up to this i was like that's pretty smart it is really that was a good smart. little line yeah, yeah. i like that yeah it's like there was no riddle that's how i know you didn't plan this it's like <laughs> ah it's like your pathology doesn't let you do it it's like it's brilliant it's a good mm. time but then that turns out to be a riddle which plays into the pathology because riddler's a crazy man <laughs> um uh so yeah i i liked the whole catwoman relationship up until the very very end of this movie yes that breakup scene is literally the dumbest thing I think I've oh, ever absolutely. witnessed. I'm so she, glad you agree with this. Oh my gosh, it was the, po- what was how the point are, of it all. How are you lecturing him in this situation? Yeah. You just murdered a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, And she's like, I can't believe you. You're crazy. And it's like, you just killed someone. <laughs> what you, is wrong with you? You literally just actively murdered a person and you're lecturing and him. You're, you're mad at it's like, him? It's like, no. He was just trying to do his job. In, in every aspect of this, that is Batman going, you don't cross that line. No yeah. one crosses that line ever. You can't do it. And it's like everything. Instead of just like kind of simply like, I had to try to save him if I did. I just had to try. Like, no, no, no. This is not right. Batman would be right. on her. Like, like, what is right. wrong with this? Cuff her right now. It would have been cuffing her and she would have been like, I can't believe it. Should have been this big blowout. It would have been amazing. Yeah. But instead, she's just like, I guess we're just, you're just never going to change. But it's like, you killed a guy. <laughs> it's like, you're supposed to be reforming. And it's like, but you didn't. You no. murdered a man. It's like, granted, as a guy who was trying to kill you. True. And, and, and you were actively trying to say, Batman, I get it. But it's like, Batman doesn't kill. No. He should be and so... They've been working mad. together for months right? at this point. I know. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Supposedly. Supposedly. Maybe a but week. Maybe a week. Maybe. Who <laughs> knows? Like, like, a long period of time. Yeah. And, you know... So also, like, they've known each other forever. Right. So yeah. she should know. And they did, They did like, do the whole thing. Again, I think it's fine that she did that, and that was the, the crux of their breakup. Yes. But the way they handled it, was... Batman should have been completely... 
excoriated. Oh, absolutely. That. Like instead of just like this kind of simpering little like, oh, I tried to save him. I always have to try. It's like no. <laughs> Like, no, it's you're like, Batman. It's like, be like, angry. Yeah, you have to be angry at Catwoman because she just murdered a guy. It's yes. like she just actively killed a man. It's like we don't do that. That's never the mission is about saving mm-hmm. people. And anybody and who can be saved. That was established you know? earlier. Yes. Whenever she did try to kill someone yeah. and he caught her hand. Yeah, exactly. She that was is, like about to scratch his face up. And yeah. She was like, nope. Nope. Not we don't way. do that. And she was just kind of like, all right, I took a little far. You know, it's like, and then they kiss. It was like, yeah, it's like, this is the, and, and again, like the fact that that ends up being their breakup is great. I think that's really good. That's a fair writing. point. But th- the way they handled Batman in that scene was just so yeah, stupid. No. Like, it was just like, why is he that's... not, why is he not putting her in handcuffs <laughs> right now? Like, it's like, which granted, I get it. Self, you could argue self defense in that in every True. way, shape, and form. But it's just like, I, it just, I, I just hated the fact that he wasn't angry. They should have been blowing up at each other absolutely it should have been like a big bad table flipping breakup kind like of thing. okay so. uh the scene in red hood when yeah the final the, the, final, the final scene, scene in yes. red hood yes when he's confronting jason yeah. about killing people yes like, i don't that is what i wanted yeah it's like i don't care that you let me die why is he still alive because that's why he was angry because it would be too easy yeah exactly yes, yes. it's just like he, he oh was my god he was more angry it's like i don't care that you didn't save me bruce you can't save everyone but why is he still alive like it's like yes. you couldn't even break your rule for that for me mm. like that's why he was so hurt and it's like that's great that's a great scene you know it's oh like oh my god and we need to something like that and instead we had Catwoman being like high and mighty on Batman after she literally just killed somebody <laughs> I'm just like what like come on like, like this isn't I hated that I hated that scene I thought that was uh, poorly yeah. handled that's the only part of this movie that I actually disliked um, all the rest of it you and the question mark I think was the only other part you did like yeah car. Uh, but yeah it's that's like, not that's not an aspect okay that's, yeah, a, it's that's a, a, little, a detail of the character I'm fun- not okay with right yeah it's a goofy little but thing but outside of like, that it's yeah. a f- it's fine yeah it's, it's a good movie yeah it's a good movie yeah i, I don't like it. the end scene yeah all that like everything else is handled perfectly uh except for that even batgirl's little like cameo scene i thought yeah. was great except when she's like i did like he's not my boss and like he's he's, he's, he's totally your boss totally i was like boss. but she is the type that would say that you know yes. it's like and i did like that it's oh, like she's, where, where'd she go yeah she just kind of had other stuff to do <laughs> <laughs> like, like, i i would okay i would like to see a birds of prey movie yes because yeah, yeah. if they brought catwoman back mm-hmm. with Batwoman yeah. or Batgirl. Yeah. And Batwoman, honestly. I want to see more of her. That'd yeah. be cool. Sure. Yeah. Birds of Prey to me. See, I, this, this is my one thing. Birds of Prey to me uh, is not Batgirl. It's it's Oracle. Like, Oracle, okay. Canary, yeah. Huntress. That's, now, I'm not saying you can't have it. Yeah. I would I would love to. Like, if you did a thing, like, because bring in Black Canary. I would love to see Black Canary in this in this, yeah. this world. I would love to. She, hasn't, my, she hasn't appeared yet. She's too. my favorite character. Do a Green Arrow Black Canary movie. Get Greg Weissman up here and That'd do one great. of those. That'd be great. I'd love Get, to see Green Arrow Black Canary. I'd love to see like, that. It's, an actual the, good relationship the, between the two. <laughs> the best Green Arrow stuff out there is whenever Greg Weissman writes him. Yep. He did he did that little short. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did like all of his stuff. You know, all of his stuff in Young Justice was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Tudyk played him too, which is crazy to me. Oh, that's fantastic! Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Alan Tudyk even played him the one line that he's had in this se- in this last season of Young Justice. It was still Alan Tudyk. I was really? Like, oh, look at that. No, they're keeping consistent. Yeah, I know. Uh, so um, yeah, but man, like like br- like have like do 
a Black Canary, Green Arrow movie yeah. in this world and like have Batman show up because you have to have Batman show up. Of course. Up. <laughs> so, yeah, and just have and, and do that. Do one focused on these two. I think it'd be fantastic, you know? It's mm-hmm. like uh and got enough villains to work then, with. And then you could throw in, you know, Batgirl getting shot and like having to be Oracle, and then you could have a Birds of Prey movie. Yes. Throw in Bertinelli th- throw in Bertinelli, throw in some some Huntress and then like, It's so easy to that. build this universe. Yeah, Come on, guys. Yes. I mean, they're doing it. I'm yeah, not I'm not they're, complaining. They're no. just, you know, like yeah, I I love the fact that they've turned this into like a like a real a DC AEU <laughs> like the animated extended universe so yeah it's like and uh I, I love it I think it's great mm-hmm. another thing I really enjoyed is that I'm I'm not really a fan of Catwoman being buddies with Harley and Ivy that kind of happened yeah. with like Gotham Sirens and stuff like that I'm just like they wouldn't get along. No, like, like, they really don't have anything in common. Like Harley and Ivy, I get because you had that episode. Like, yes. There's a whole thing between them. Like I love that. That was great. Uh, like a, a Catwoman, I just don't think would get along with Ivy. She wouldn't get along with no. with with uh, with Harley. And in this, she does not. <laughs> like, no, not at all. And in fact, like there's a whole episode uh, of uh, Batman the animated series, the best episode, almost got him, in which Harley yes. almost murders Catwoman horribly, and it's like <laughs> she would not be friends with this woman ever. And it's like, and Paul Dini wrote that episode, and then he wrote Gotham City Sirens with their buddies. I get it. It's different. <laughs> it's different you know characters different universes different yeah. characters that didn't happen but yeah so like so the whole Gotham City Sirens thing like I always just sort of like eh, it feels kind of forced to me it feels like as like, oh, the villains of Gotham and put them on a team or whatever so like them kind of like having them interact and like having mm-hmm. Catwoman hate Ivy and not like uh, not like uh, uh, Harley and stuff like that it's like alright cool I, I don't need all I don't need all female characters to be best buds no. you know it's like it that, that's not real you know it's like they, they no, don't need to be yeah, so it, it, it was nice to, to watch that as well. I liked the whole Superman part. Uh, just that was good. It was well done. Mm-hmm. Like him giving him the krypton, him giving her the kryptonite. I liked that scene because mm-hmm. we didn't really see that in Hush. I think it was a flashback, like maybe one panel where that so, happened. Yeah. But but like her, like Nigma being able to find kryptonite and giving it to her, like mm-hmm. now you can control Superman. Wink. And it's like, <laughs> it's like oh okay, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Uh, I like the not pushing her off the roof part. I thought that was funny. Oh yeah, uh, that was perfect. That, that made sense to me because it was. Like, like, he's the just plan like, was not to push yeah, her off the roof. <laughs> and I like that he didn't tell Superman that. Like he yeah. had to play it tough to Superman because, like, because I was like, because I even said during that part, I was like, it probably shouldn't have been his plan to throw off the roof, though. Like, yeah. it's like I said to myself, is like, I always thought that was weird. It was just like, what if it didn't break? Like, what would it, like, what would he have done if like that didn't break the spell? It's like, yeah. you know, because like even then, it's like, hey, go save her, and he's like, you know, he, he doubles down, and he's like, oh crap, it's not working. And then Catwoman <laughs> throws her off the roof, and it works. And then he's just like, hey, it had to be done. And then Superman like kind of power walks out, and he's just like. You didn't have to throw out the roof. <laughs> it's like I thought that was great because that's something Catwoman would do. Oh, absolutely! And it, and it plays into the whole relationship that they yeah, had too, it built so. off. Of it. And on, actually, I did like uh, Damien's little cameo. Oh God, yes, that was that was so, him being the dad. Like, yes, that was, that's like, he's like he's wear like, protection. It's like, it's like you have not had the best track <laughs> woman, track including <laughs> my mother. My mother. Okay, Damien, we're not having this conversation. Whatever, if this trollop gives you whatever distraction trollop. you need, it's like trollop. It's like, like yeah. did you just say? Trollop, like, like, like in the eighteenth century. What is this? Uh, that was really good. And then he's just like, "Wear protection." It's like, "All right, we're bi- bye, right, bye." <laughs> like, I'm not talking to my son 
about this. That was so good. He called in and like acted like the dad. I thought that was yes. great. Because, of course, Damien, not even a character when Hush happens. So no, not at he, all. He wasn't even real. So, you know, he wasn't but even a real character. They so. did. They That's added him realistically yeah. to the story. And it perfect. works out perfect. Perfectly. Because he's just off doing Titan yeah. in Titan land, sitting there with... Uh, whatever. Titus. Titus, yeah. He has an ace. Ace the Bat Hound, but Titus is his name. Yeah. Ace comes in later when he's old. <laughs> it's old man Batman. No, that's that's Batman Beyond Universe. This is right. Anyway, but anyway. Whatever. Ace the Bat Hound. Uh, ace the Bat Hound's a Silver Age German Shepherd, but anyway. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, man. That was, that was Hush. I, I liked it a lot. I it, was it was good. That was uh, a good adaptation. It stands, it stands good. Yeah, it, it stands well. It differentiates from the comic enough to where it's its own thing, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was needed considering it's a mystery story. Yeah. Um, and utilizing the knowledge that we have knowing Hush, it really did throw me for a loop because I thought yeah. Thomas Elliot was going to be Hush. Like, Absolutely. And I was like, yeah, there's no reason for it not to be. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out to be Riddler. I thought that was great. Um, yeah. And uh, and obviously, you could. I don't think we're ever going to see Riddler in this incarnation again. We don't really no. need to, uh, which is fine because it's like they're going to be doing Justice League stuff. We don't need really, no. But you could write him back in because uh, the Lazarus pit still had its effects yeah. and the fire didn't. It's comic books. It's BS. You can, you know, you can have whatever. Because apparently Lazarus pit effects like keeps you crazy for a while. So, yeah, you know, it's like, you know, uh, but um, look at Roz. Yeah, look at Roz. Nice. He he has. Uh, I mean, like he he would like to where it would be like a couple of minutes because he did it all the time. Sure, but um, yeah, I was like, I loved the 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 idea that that it was he was still insane. Like weeks later, he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, man, get you. It's like he's just nuts. He's got the green eyes and stuff. Like, oh man, I loved it. It was a good reinvention of the character too. It I was. Like when, I like when you take a reinvent. It's the same thing I said about Trinity, like taking Riddler and like recontextualizing him and making him this character. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, was, it was pretty rad. So uh, any anything that makes Edward Nigma a threat, I'm down with. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like because I like me some Nigma, and supposedly that's what the next Batman movie is going to be. They've they pretty much said it's going to be a Riddler movie. So really, yeah, it's going to be Riddler. Uh, there's there's heavy heavy rumor. Wait, the one with uh, yeah, well, a Bat Batfleck's out. No, no, I know but, that, but yeah. uh, uh, who's, um, who's the Twilight guy? The Twilight. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, um, Ed, I forget his name. Patrick. Uh, Something Patrick, something Patrick, Patrick something, something Pat, Patrick. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. That's definitely it. From Twilight, Neil Patrick <laughs> Harris. You know the, the that guy, but yeah, uh, he'll be. Um, um, uh, uh, it, it's it's rumored that it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Riddler. And that the, would be great. And the heavy rumor is that it's David Tennant, and that would. No way. Freak me out if they got David Tennant to be no. Riddler. No. If they get David Tennant to be Riddler, I will throw things out a window in joy so yeah <laughs> robert pattinson robert pattinson not, okay, not patrick robert patrick robert patrick is t1000 sorry that's uh, what i was thinking of i was thinking of, <laughs> Ro- I was thinking of t1000 robert who pattinson. would be a great hush actually no uh <laughs> like, i mean yeah you know he's got yeah. the jawline you know, he does knows, yeah also played Sokka's master really yeah paneling huh. uh but yeah no uh, but okay David Tennant as Riddler. That that is the heavy heavy that rumor would be... right now. That's been rumored be- or that's been suggested before. Now yeah. it's being rumored. And the last time this same rumor came out, it was that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman. That ended up being true. So we might uh, get David Tennant. I might be may back. have a new favorite Batman movie. <laughs> I might be back on board for this DCEU, guys. <laughs> oh my we, god! Like, all we need to do is get Brian Cranston over to play actual Luthor, and I'm on board. Yeah. So, oh my like, god! Like, if they got Brian. 
Brian Cranston. Oh my! I am. That would be so amazing. So infuriated that that never happens. Uh, I can't describe. That how would be it's perfect. It's it's literally like oh my some. God. It's literally like someone said like, "Hey, how about getting this Heisenberg guy from Bad from Breaking Bad to be Luthor?" Oh, Eisenberg, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, we'll get Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> no, Heisenberg, Brian Cranston. Dang it! What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm optimistic for the future of the DCU. I think they're. I think. I done. think they're doing a good job. They, they've done they've done uh, three good movies, uh, uh, two in a row uh, with Shazam and Aquaman. Yeah, and uh, we got Wonder Woman two coming out next year, and Which uh, should be yeah, good. Should be looks pretty good. Is that Pat, the same director? Yep, yeah, Patty Jenkins back. Okay, again. good. Yeah, Patty Jenkins back again. Uh, what uh, are the villains going to be? Uh, Cheetah. It's, uh, it's oh, that's right. It's, it's, yeah, it's um, Natalie. No, no, nope. Uh, Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig, oh, uh, Kristen okay. Wiig is Cheetah. Uh, and they, the only scene we have is her in her civilian form. We haven't seen her in Cheetah form yet. Yeah. So uh, I assume it's going to be magical transformation Cheetah. But uh, I'm know. wondering how we'll they're going to do the suit. Uh, well, that's on th- I think it's going to be like mutated, real, like uh, you know, like like you transformed magical Cheetah. I think that's what other one's going to okay. be. I doubt uh, it's going to be her in the suit. Yeah, well, like, yeah. Maybe it will. Who knows? I don't know what they're doing. They could do anything with it. I've literally seen maybe a few stills of it and the poster, and the poster looks dope. So yeah, it does. uh, Nice, colorful, weird '80s nonsense. There is hope for the DC DC EU. Yes, there is hope for it, and uh, I look forward to more DC animated extended universe because we got we got Bloodlines coming. We got. Uh, Red Sun, which is not part of the, the no, but the it still should be one. great. Yeah, but it's just, they got the same artist. Good. Yeah, yeah. If they get uh, they get the the good stuff, and you know, like it's a Mark Miller. It, it's it's a really good Mark Miller story that loops back around on itself. So it'll be a f- nice, fun, contained little thing. So yeah, uh, I'm down with it. You don't even have to change anything. Just no. adapt it. Just do it like you did New Frontier. Maybe just they might have to it. take some stuff out, but honestly, yeah, like it's... cut a cut a few things here or there, like a little bit of that, this and that. But yeah, it'll be good. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, that's it for Batman Hush. Uh, that's all we've got. Jay, thank you so much for being on. Always a pleasure. Appreciate it. Always. Uh, probably get you back on. Have you watched Infinity Train yet? No. <laughs> uh, I will send you a link. Please do. Watch that this week. Uh, Is that uh, my homework? Yeah, that's your homework, because okay. I would love to talk about this with you I, next, next I Sunday. So, really need to. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, I just got London to finish it, so oh, great. Uh, get me you in London on here. We'll talk about Infinity Train, because yeah. word up, it's good. So there we go. Uh, that's a callback. Sorry. Anyway, uh, but that's it for this episode of the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out. At animationdestination.com, you can check us out at destinationcomics.com slash DNN, on Facebook at Animation Destination, and on Twitter at Animation Pod. That's it for this week. Next week is Infinity Train. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.